0: Hi, and welcome back to the Extempers Bible Podcast. It's been a while, and we've been swamped with tournaments, from NBA to Emory, and in just this past weekend, both UPenn and Stanford. And we'll do it all again at Harvard in just a few days. To bide the time until we can get back to regularly scheduled interviews, I have asked Akshita Krishnan to convert her article series on Interp into a podcast format. Without further ado, becoming a better Extemper, considering Interp in an interview done by Speech Geek after the 2021 National Speech and Debate Tournament, the US extemp champion for that year, Laurel Holly, described herself as finding her niche through telling people stories when asked about her style and approach to extemp. Holly said that this style was mainly developed by doing other speech events, including original oratory and declamation, which really allowed her to capitalize on the fact that Extemp was an event that relied on persuasion and building a connection. Unfortunately, as has become the norm, filling all of your time with source after source just won't help you build that connection. Don't get Holly or me wrong. Using evidence is obviously still important, but there is a wall that will continue to pop up when the route that you want to take is a technical theoretical extemper who fills the time with analysis and doesn't leave much room to develop the actual speech in terms of persona, emotion, or even humor. In the world of speech and debate, dominated by political thought and lists of sources, interim events are often ignored for debate platforms. And as tempting as it sounds to not have to cut, write, or memorize additional pieces, extempers should absolutely not continue this bandwagon and make this decision. Because if used correctly, interp can be a really important tool in building expression, understanding vocal intonations, and realizing the way that gestures can be manipulated into a powerful tool to enhance your speaking. I mean, there isn't anything wrong with having a speech that's more technical, but there is a very fine line that dictates when your speech is higher on the content level versus when your speech is only content. The sad part is this assumption of needing to be this person who just dictates facts often takes root in your first year of doing extemp, leaving your speeches filled with content yet lacking any real persona. And this is exactly where I argue that Interp comes into play. It forces you to stop making such a mistake, especially if you start early on. To explain how everything exactly works, I'll first start by sharing my own experience with Interp. At the end of a very underwhelming freshman year season, I was determined to improve, but I kept hitting that wall, even though I had been reading more and trying to provide my own analysis instead of rattling off the conclusions of my sources. When I worked tirelessly with our STEM captain at the time, which, shout out to Natasha, who is the absolute best, the practice that we did and the comments that I received were mostly about the inconsistencies in my delivery. I to be honest, was incredibly sloppy. My hand gestures were unnecessary and excessive, I rocked back and forth, and I faced a slew of fluency breaks, causing my voice to go up an octave because of all of the nerves. Additionally, I had terrible body language, and even if my voice demonstrated that I was really, really passionate about the topic, I looked super uninterested and bored about everything that I was saying, and it overall depleted the quality of my speech. After I was able to identify all of the mistakes that I was making, I had no idea how to go about fixing all of it. Enter, interp. Determined to improve, I began splitting my time with Extemp and Interp, and I was assigned to cutting and paginating a poetry piece for UIL, which more shout outs to Dia and Mrs. Gossett, who helped me with everything, every step of the way. Over the course of the year, I slowly worked that piece to perfection, nailing down the way that I needed to deliver each and every single word. Although I never competed with the piece much, the most important thing that came out of this was that fact that I found every mistake I made in Extemp in my delivery transcend the boundaries into Interp and worked persistently to be able to fix what I was doing wrong. And these results felt almost insta- instantaneous. My Extemp was leveling up and I broke at most of the tournaments that I competed in. Now I won't claim that I never made any of those mistakes again, but what I will say is the fact that those errors became few and far in my speeches, all thanks to Interp. I also learned a few tips and tricks to avoid certain habits that I had, including how to stop fidgeting, something that I would do all the time. By putting in the work for Interp, all of the delivery-based aspect of the skills became second nature to me, so the next time that I prepped a speech, saying it wasn't the hardest thing that I did, which truly allowed me to focus on bettering the content within my speeches. Now that we've gotten my own personal experiences out of the way, let's look at the technicalities of how Interp will help you as an extemper. This comes in understanding how Interp trains you to change the way that you approach a particular speech, changing the perspectives that you add to your rhetoric. This manifests, and it's very painfully me to use manifest, Um, in three main ways. First, in understanding pathos. Second, in layering tonality for humor. And third and finally, by adding a visual element to your speech. Let's break each of these down a little bit more. First, interp allows you in extent to understand the true pathos of a speech. When it comes to extemp, the topics that we handle are often filled with emotional stories and understanding the importance that such a mentally taxing topic has and its pathos to others is key to succeeding in performing a speech that fully moves the audience to the edge of their seat. By doing interp, any extemper can expect this particular part of their speaking abilities to improve because of the catalog of emotional pieces that are found in interp. While many pieces in Interp mostly deal with heavy emotional choices and the consequences through familial situations, performing them can teach you how to apply the same type of emotion into a speech with a social conflict. For example, a couple of weekends ago, I had a question that asked whether the United States should end its arms deals with Saudi Arabia. My overall answer was yes. And I chose an intense level of pathos in my second point, which was about the way that Saudi Arabia had chosen to utilize the weapons that we sold to harm poor Yemeni civilians, a significant number of whom were children. While I could have taken two paths with this point, one being that I stated all of the empirics and facts on how these civilians could have been impacted, or two, do everything in path one while still telling the story of the crisis, I chose the latter and was able to accomplish it in two main ways, by tone and by using certain anecdotes. By changing my tone into a charged, motivated lilt, Sound like when you were really passionately angry about something? I conveyed how appalled I was by Saudi Arabia's actions and used this very passion to depict how the United States, by allowing such gross misuse of their weapons, was going against its own interests and promises, building a strong ethos in my argument. I hope you caught that. With the latter point of using anecdotes, I chose a story of a Yemeni child who was orphaned because of the war. By doing so, not only do I allow for the emotional aspect of this war to sink in, it is devastating regardless of how casually we may be able to speak of it, but I was able to help qualify my evidence with an actual account of something that a person went through, giving their story some light. To quote Holly's words again, extemp can also be about telling people's stories. When combining the storytelling with the statistics, my speech itself is able to see a new light because there was a lack of distance between the judge and your problem. You've depicted it with such significance and pathos that they themselves feel your passion going towards them. And you have used a vivid recounting of someone's stories to push your judge into that situation, adding to your ability to persuade, a skill that interp, because of these emotional pieces, has helped you build to an entirely different level. And now that we've cleared up that emotional weight of a speech, and how Interp can help you build a nuanced understanding of being able to tell a story, it is important to address one of the most crucial elements, and the one that most of us struggle with, humor. At the very start of this series, I outlined the exact reason you should use Interp to help build up your personality. But often, the only way to convey that you aren't just rattling off facts is through humor, a gift that many of us extempers don't have. Don't let the other speech kids hear us. Like I've stated before, this is exactly where Interp comes into play. And doing pieces that incorporate lighter moments or by just going all out and doing a humorous piece, we teach ourselves how to actually get a laugh out of our audience and build up our ability to confidently think of these jokes in a limited amount of time, especially if you want to avoid hand AGDs, which you really should. For example, even on a topic that's very serious, it's often a good idea to start with a lighter AGD. Personally, my voice goes a little bit higher to differentiate between fun and serious tones when it comes to the punchline of the joke. This is a fundamental lesson for inter, of interp, allowing for a moment of respite before you dive into a topic that requires serious advocacy. It helps establish your ability to actually speak, not just rattle off facts. You need to build personality. And since we can't pop and sing our way through an elaborate performance of Beetlejuice, the easiest way to do it is through strategic use of AGDs. The consideration here of taking up Interp is really of making your AGDs of quality. There are moments in which creating four to five jokes for a speech can seem impossible, but at a certain point, when you reach higher levels of extent, it becomes a standard, which means that you slowly but surely have to build your repertoire of AGDs up, but also while ensuring that you don't can them. The delivery of these jokes also need to be on point because a funny joke that falls flat is a joke that is not funny anymore. Let's look back at inter, and how you can accomplish this particularly with Interp. You can choose a piece that is filled with jokes, learn the tone that each joke requires, and understand the backbone of what makes a good joke. These tools will allow you to transcend the stereotypical dry, unfunny humor of extemp, and improve your AGDs and honestly, your speeches as a whole. If you've made it this far, I congratulate you, but we've finally reached the end of this podcast. Now that we've gotten humor and emotions out of the way, I present to you the third and final point as to what I think the most important thing that Extemp can be improved on by using Inter. Elevating your performance into something visual. In extemp, the main forms of movement are the extemp walk and hand gestures, while Interp's catalog is often more expansive. Because of the creative nature of Interp, competitors are encouraged to take the judge on a journey with their movement, utilizing every possible way to draw the listener to the story. For example, in Ella Snake's POI, Debate Like a Girl, the binder is used as a prop to make drum beats that are referenced to one of the pieces the program that are referenced in one of the pieces the program uses, elevating the oral aspect of the performance and honestly making it more interesting to watch. If you choose pieces in interp that have this sort of creative backbone, Chances are the visual aspect of your performance will likely be tedious, incorporating movement that you won't ever have the chance to do an extent. So no, you can't bring your legal pad to round and use it in an interpretive dance about inflation. But the physical aspect of interp is still applicable to us. Just as interpreters are meticulously intentional about each of their gestures, we can be too. Intentional gestures, Thought-out glances and purposeful steps in between points can only elevate your speeches. Understanding the role that body language plays during your speech will most likely also reduce any nervous habits that manifest physically, including shifting side to side. This allows you to ensure that you have an interesting flow to your speech without being disruptive. Gestures and movement in extemp should help fortify your speech and having complex movements that need to be memorized, the simpler movements of extemp will become second nature, which means that your ability to create a virtual visual performance will be ingrained. Oh, so there you have it, the benefits of interp to all of us extempers. By building these three elements of delivery in your speech through interp, you will automatically find that the quality of some part of your speech be it the jokes or hand gestures, will improve and you'll be able to build up a better foundation when it comes to your delivery and become a better extemper. So if you have any free time at all, look at a few DIs, maybe even cut a POI, and as always, keep extemping. Thank you so much for Yakshita for recording this, but stay tuned for an interview with Teddy Girkin and others after Harvard. In the meantime, stay reading and have an amazing next tournament.